Hello friends, this is Akar and you're listening to Ask Akar Anything on Audiomatic. I'm here to answer all of your interesting questions. Record them and send them to me at aaa at audiomatic.in. You can also visit our website audiomatic.in or get in touch through Facebook or Twitter. Email question from Akshay in Gurgaon. With top rated ones charging 40 or 50 crores for a film, do you think Bollywood stars are overpaid? I would say the answer to that is no, that it is essentially a supply and demand question. Bollywood is unique in some ways. There are only three sets of film industries in the world that have a star system, Bollywood, Hollywood and Hong Kong. But Bollywood is particularly different because we have nothing other than the star system. I'll explain what I mean. In Hollywood or in Hong Kong, you could have phenomenal special effects or a character that is created out of fiction, Spider-Man or Batman or something like that, which doesn't require a star. The hero of that film is actually the special effect. In India, even if you have a sci-fi film or a special effects film, it will be something like Ravan or Krish, which requires that star. I don't think without these four or five stars that we have, the three Khans in a particular a film really takes off. I don't know of a single film in the last 15 years, and I could be wrong here, that has done more than 150 crore rupees that hasn't come out of the three Khan uh, stable. So um, we are different in that sense. Compare Bollywood's big stars to high art, very limited supply, for instance, a Picasso or a Warhol, many takers. It's a frightening thought, you know, comparing Salman Khan to Warhol, but there we are. Uh, my name is Rajan Devedi and I'm calling from Agra. So my question is, uh, in the second year, PM Modi's plan is to provide jobs. So there's already a large number of people graduating and entering the workforce. And uh, unemployed population also exists in the country. So how does the government plan to provide jobs for such a large number of population? Well, the government's plan is what all government's plans are, which is to do it through policy. Can it be done through policy? New laws, I would say no, that uh, legislation can take you only so far when you want to give 50 or 70 million people each year a job. And I don't think that it is within the domain of government to do that. What the government can do at most is something called deregulation, which is make laws easier for businesses to thrive and take off, to bring manufacturing back to India or services back to India and employ more people. The problem is that the reason we don't have much manufacturing in India at the moment is that we are not really competitive even though our wages are low and one reason for that is there are no skills. Blue collar skilled workers are very few in India. There are many in China. This will not change. I think the quality of education we receive at the primary level is poor. You could say it's the government that's at fault. I would uh, disagree with that. I think that there is a social problem that you don't have the kind of a morality in a society that such things as teaching requires. Um, this is a long-term problem. I don't think any government can solve it. Certainly, I don't think in the second year of this government, Mr. Modi will be able to do much. Hi, Akar. This is Himanshu from Buenos Aires. These days, when I read articles, blogs, and discussion on public platforms, I find a lot of criticism, anger, rage, and there doesn't seem to be much patience among people back home. Whereas, throughout history, India has been a symbolic place for teaching of yoga, meditation, spirituality, peace of mind and soul, and resilience. 
how and why we have lost our origins or we are losing our origins wow buenos aires thank you for sending in that question it is very true what you say himanshu that if we were to go through things like blog comments and places where people put their opinion up on the web uh, we notice something about our part of the world which is that there's a lot of anger the sort of attacks on writers and on politicians tend to be ad hominem which is a fancy word for personal that who says something is much more important and taken at face value than what he or she is saying and i think that separates us from uh, a lot of the civilized world that if i were to say something for or against somebody or something the fingers that would be pointed at me would immediately look at my community or the place i come from rather than the merits of what it is that i'm saying so very true is it new i would hesitate in saying that it is new i don't know if something has changed within us in the last few decades for it to have been a recent phenomenon i think this is the way that we are yoga and spirituality i have a a view on this which most people might not actually agree with and it is supported by something that the scholar wendy doniger has said which is that yoga as we know it today all the postures and the physicality is something that came to india only in the 19th century after european personal exercise movements began and if you look at patanjali's book on yoga there is no reference to any posture there is only reference to breathing and meditation and that sort of thing spirituality is something that turns the human mind inward and shuts off the senses in that sense it is socratic plato writes that socrates said the same thing don't trust the senses i don't know if it helps in necessarily calming us but certainly it does take away from looking at the world more neutrally and more balanced fashion because when you shut your senses off you tend to take away from what the other person is saying you tend to look away from the environment and i don't think that's a good thing how and why have we lost our origins or losing our origins i don't think origins are set in stone himanshu culture evolves in time it changes what it changes to from the root depends on the way that people are i don't think that there was anything great of value to us in our ancient culture that is why we haven't retained it if there were we would not be the sort of people that we have become hi akar this is shane from mumbai My question is that Kamal Khan is a person who talks nonsense yet he has around 8.5 lakh followers on Twitter whereas a person like uh, Yogendra Yadav who's smart intelligent and knows what he's speaking has around 4 lakh followers why is there such a stark difference in the numbers I think a lot of Kamal Khan's followers would see value in what he says twice as many as those who see value in what Yogendra Yadav says well I think things that are popular and I think Twitter is a popular medium will always attract as the people who tweet those who are in a sense entertaining rather than those who are enlightening and I don't think that that's any different I'm sure most people know that Lady Gaga has 10 times the number of followers that the US president has it doesn't make her smarter or a better person than him it just make means that people are more entertained by what it is that she has to tweet Kamal Khan I think has value in the sense that a lot of people who his tweets are aimed at take him seriously and I think that that is Bollywood I think that because he has such a large audience the actors and the directors and so on tend to take him and what he says a lot more seriously they tend to be hurt by what he says 
and so I wouldn't dismiss him offhand. Yogendra Yadav is really the surprising one that 4 lakh people should follow him. He is, as you say, a really thoughtful, really sober person. I know him, fantastic mind. It says something about us as a culture that so many of us, 4 lakh, are willing to follow this man through all of his uh, intellectual journeys. And I don't think any of his tweets are really light. I think he puts his work down on text. And I think it's quite a revealing thing that, and I'm quite actually surprised by it, that 4 lakh people should follow a man like him. Email question from Pune. Nita asks, what did you score in your 12th standard? Nowadays students score over 90% and still are unhappy. Do you think the mark system is inflated and the whole point of a grading system lost? I didn't do my 12th standard, I dropped out after the 10th standard, I did a diploma in running looms and textiles. I think I came from a generation where if you were reasonably good with uh, English, you could get a good job. I don't think that's changed. I don't think that one needs to be 95% plus to get a good job in India today. And I don't think that will change for the next 20 or 40 years. I think that there is vast scope for people with basic talent and some clear thinking skills to be able to do well, whether in the corporate world or whether in the business world. I certainly think that higher education is very overrated in India. I'm not referring to the specific professions such as law or medicine. I'm referring to the general ones such as science and mathematics. If you have a basic degree in one of these, no matter how high or how low your percentage is, I think you should be fine in the world, in the workforce, so long as you are bright, so long as you are hardworking, and so long as you continue to improve your language skills. Email question. Girl from Stephen's College in Delhi writes, One of my male friends loves to use my makeup kit and dress like a woman. He is afraid of the consequences if anybody gets to know about this. How should I deal with him? Girl from New Delhi. I would do it in two ways. First, to tell him that he has nothing to be ashamed about, that you understand his worries, but his secret is safe with you. I think that these two things being said to him will reassure him to the extent that somebody else can reassure him. The main problem is his, it is not yours. If you keep his secret, as I think you will, you're fine. I think his problem is that he's trying to be something before the world that he's not. The sooner he gets over that, the better. Thank you for listening to Ask Akar Anything on Audiomatic. Keep sending your recorded questions or just email them to me at aaa at audiomatic.in. Do listen to the other shows on audiomatic.in. Vikram Doctor has a new episode of the Real Food Podcast. Audiomatic. You can find us at audiomatic.in or look for our shows on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher.